morning, Mr. Brewer. Good morning, Mr. Shekman. How are you today? I'm fine. I'm fine. Good, good, good. Um, can I please ask you for a favor? No, I'm busy. Uh, okay. Um, could you maybe please help me with something after we're done here? Like maybe just for five minutes? No, no, I, d- I doubt it. No, 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 no. I'm really very busy, bro. Well, there's your toast. And if you look on the side, it came with a note. Should I read it to you? Wait a minute. Dearest, de- dearest Checkman, I hope you are well. We are about to embark on our trip. So sorry we couldn't wait for you. Please enjoy the toast. Warm regards, Bert and Jeremy. Wait, where, where have they gone? Did they fill out the Google form at least? Uh, Mr. Shekman, this is called the So Busy You Missed It special. Testing design, target Shekman. Magaba! What did you learn this week? Well, this week, um, I like watching the... Once back to YouTube, as, as always. And I enjoy watching the repair videos where someone takes like an old German oh, restoration spanner. stuff, yeah. yes. And they sandblast it and yes. things like that. Now, what is one of the issues that you can foresee with sandblasting? Um, having, having done a reasonable amount of it, it's really difficult to see what the hell you're doing. Um, that's point one. You have to have protective stuff because you do not want that nasty oh, yes, in your eyes. Yeah. You also have to wear protective equipment because your skin will lose to sand. Yeah. Um, so you can't really feel what you're doing. It's mm-hmm. very difficult to do it uniformly. So generally you tend to overdo it. It's, it's relatively easy to do, except that there's like a large amount of thrust in the nozzle thing and you've got no dexterity in, in most cases, most ways that you do it. Why would you not want to do it in something that's got little fine bits and elements and like a little radiator sets of fins and things like that? I think it's because the sandblasting works with the um, impact velocity of the particle relative to the thing. Sure. And I've, I've sandblasted things like uh, I wanted to frost a test tube. Mm. Well, it, it doesn't. It either blows a hole right out the end <laughs> or else it sandblasts the first third because then the particles just slow down yeah. because of air, air, air flow. So where air can flow nicely, you can sandblast. Well, you very unsuccessfully got to what I'm trying to get to. Oh, what are you trying to get <laughs> so, to? So one of the uh, ones that they, instead of using sand, they're now using powdered dry ice. Okay. The advantage then being is that it evaporates. upon. So it impacts, it still is able to clean. Is this company sponsored by Greta Thunberg? <laughs> <laughs> well, you are technically releasing CO2. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, carry this story. Um, CO2. So, so the advantage then is that because it then is it evaporates, abrasive? yeah, it's abrasive enough. Do so they mix the, the particulate I, into it? How they, they mix it up, I'm not entirely sure, but it, it's... Maybe it is abrasive because ice is abrasive and this is just super cold. And it means you don't get sand buildup in your small components. So that's sort of what I was trying to get at with okay, the small components. Right. So you, like if you try to sandblast inside a carburetor or something like it's uh, that inlet, you'd get sand built up inside your various parts. So you just use powdered dry ice. Obviously powder you've got dry. to keep it all cold through your plumbing and oh, stuff. Oh, no, no, like no. That. I mean, so uh, it's not necessarily just a grab your box of dry ice and attach it to your sandblaster But it's relatively go. easy to do in terms of the cooling thing because mm. um, one of the things which you, 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 you have is... Um, if you take industrial coiled hose, mm. like creepy crawly hose, the stuff that extends, yeah. that um, that's that metal spring that's effectively in there, you mm. could make hollow and then just cool that to keep the thing cold. So you can. I don't know that. how they powder the dry ice though. So I, you know, yeah, to stop another, it recondensing. I, I can't imagine it's an easy thing to do. I think it's more of like a proof of concept idea. I think that's really cool because I mean, obviously, the application for that is is insane. Um, it, mm. it brings me to a, another topic before we get into the real thing. This mm. is what's known as procrastination. Um, you know it well. 
I watched the thing yesterday about the British Space Agency and mm. the fact that they are going to be manufacturing parts in space which you can't manufacture on Earth because of gravity constraints and then bringing them back down. And you think, Ooh. factories in space, that's be quite cool at night and sit out, <laughs> sit out with Junior and the binoculars and you can watch the Ferrari valve <laughs> factory swing by. <laughs> sure, yeah. Well, anyway. Should we get back into the Should design we get project? Back into it's the project? been a while, yes, I think. Actually, no, it hasn't been that long. Um, well, the previous episode. In dog years, it's been years. Yes. Absolutely. By the way, on dog years, you know it's not just a simple case of multiplying by seven. It's a logarithmic scale. You're telling me it's like the Duckworth-Lewis system. It's something like you take six times the logarithmic of the age and you plus 30 or something like that. And that apparently is more accurate. But that's a whole other point. I saw that the other Fine. day. Okay, anyway. So, last week we were sort of talking about the we, we've okay well in a quick backstory you by this point we're episode 22 in this um you, you should have a rough familiarity where we're going with this it's the uh, improved productivity we've got the desk that can become an interactive system slash whiteboard or interactive board uh, for meetings and it makes spaces. a boardroom a better workspace exactly and we come out with the sort of um, square pizza slice rectangular pizza slice kind of breakout of the table Multiple touchscreens. Multiple touchscreens that can then be pulled out, interacted with individually, and we're sort of talking about how that then might be achieved. And we've sort of honed in on the fact that for our design, the critical component, really, the, the touchscreens we, we found online components for, um, uh, found nice Dell ones, uh, so the, the availability, sh availability should be good. And I've sort of put together an... Uh, a sort of a, a CAD thing. You have to kind of trust me on this. Yes, um, it is there. I can vouch for it. <laughs> okay, so one of the... Uh, so, so where we were last time yeah. was we worked out that what we wanted to do with the screen in terms of the degrees of freedom, the order, let's call it the pseudo requirements and constraints which we were busy talking about. Yeah. Um, we'd overcooked it a little bit. Yeah. That we didn't really need all of them. We needed to try and knock it down to, to limits and the, the basic practicality, because the more things that you included in it, mm -hmm. the more things would eventually go wrong or fail in some particular way. And also you need three PhDs from Cambridge to make the thing work exactly. um, and pack it away. Um, and then when we broke off last time was to, to basically uh, talk about uh, tilt and translate mm. in terms of the actual thing. So what have you been up to? So Put the various components together, allow them to then move so that I can individually rotate and reposition the screens. And if I wanted to, I could then go and rotate the entire spine. The spine is a term I'm used for the, the overall component that runs along the, the base of the it. The backbone, which can then rotate to which turn then, it from a, a vertical screen to a horizontal. Exactly, um, so screens. that allows us to then ro rotate it. Very nice. And in, in looking at it, I, I use CAD for this particular tool in sort of imagining how I then use it and how it then be interacted with at that particular point. Yeah, I mean, the other nice thing about doing things in CAD is you can think, right, human being, where would you put your hand to make it move? Because yep. as soon as you've done it, I've noticed the pinch point. So there are issues. Uh, there are a number of issues I started to identify with it. One of the big ones overall- Well, hopefully not that many, Mr. Shaq. Well, actually, <laughs> enough that I wanted to go several, back and- yes. yeah. 
the one thing is in, in terms of a vertical board, despite the fact the bezels on the, this boarded rim on the, the monitors are relatively small, these are scaled in exactly the monitors I found the, the best ones I right. find at the highest availability. And bearing in mind that in a boardroom, you're not going to be 100 meters away from the screen where the bezels would disappear. You yeah, exactly. You're actually be quite close. It's there. It's not great. So it is going to be like being in a sports bar where there are multiple TVs close together. Yeah. Fine. And, and so what I started to look at was the use case of a, a larger workspace versus how many use cases do we have for the individual. It was the nice to have. It was that we sort of spelled out into the need to have. Yeah. Um, and I came up, uh, started looking at a different idea. Let's get rid of multiple screens and let's go with two screens. Two of the big ones that you can then, yeah, because we did discuss those initially. Initially. Um, they're, they're useful for classrooms. You can divide up and you can do uh, anatomy on it and all that sort of stuff. So in this particular case, what it would be a case of is when, you know, you want to use it in a sort of um, 1v1 or team v team sort of situation. Ultimate you, battleships, yeah. Yeah, exactly. You'd be able to rotate, in, in a similar manner we've talked to before, we'd be able to rotate the monitor into a vertical or angled position, sort of draft board style. So we still are able to sort of disconnect from the other side. Right, for those of you with ears only, I'll describe <laughs> what Mr. Sheckman has done. Okay. Because okay. I saw it fall for the first time. Yeah. And it's, what it is, is there's still the two poles that basically yeah. go up to the roof and it can still go up against the wall as a working functional board yeah it still has a spine yes does the whole thing still rotate the, two the whole thing is able so to it's basically rotate. two big screens next to each other two monster screens which they can rotate so there'd be a top half and a bottom half in in um screen mode yeah when you rotate it down it now looks like a uh, ping pong table you yeah. know it's got a left side and a right side either side of the spline each one of those if you imagine looking at the front of a bus can rotate outwards to basically be the sides of the bus. That's yeah. the form of rotation that you've got to have an A team versus a B team. I like this, yes. So, the, I mean, and then it's got other potential advantages that I started to then see um, with it. Hang on, let me take that back. Um, so multiple people can still interact with each screen because so, there is the software which splits the screens. Yeah, up. so we can still have that. This just means that you're having your own individual uh, separate screen where you can split it off is not there unless we use those barrier ideas. So the barrier idea would still work because you merge them on the underside and have them wrap around. They would around swing around as a two seventy, and you would you could still do that. Yes. Now the other advantage then I've seen to a lot of this not is while not while Susie's sitting there because then you'd slice her in half. <laughs> <laughs> but you could potentially have it where you have a. You can flip the one, so you can actually have the two screens together. You can flip effectively, the thing all if you, the way if you get the scaling yes. right, you could effectively have one side have a vertical screen with another flat screen, which potentially has more advantages in terms of a not, I mean, it's not a giant keyboard, which is what you might see it as like a giant input device, but almost a setup of your management systems. Do you know what like that, that so to also to just describe what, what has happened, the, the two level screens, yeah. left side, right side. You can swing the left side up and over yeah. so that it, it looks like a laptop. Yes. Right. You know what that reminds me of? Mm -hmm. An arcade game. Yes. Yeah. So I like that idea as well because then you could have the interactive stuff on the, on the flat board and you can have that or as a, the ultimate workstation as well, you yeah. could do that too. Right. Now, I like that. Now, the, 
obviously the, the, with monitors this size, the, the I think they're forty three inch or forty seven inch. Um, the there are thicker borders, relatively speaking, but because the screen sizes are big enough, it's almost the equivalent to having, you know, right, we're going to have our board and we have the one screen, right, we can use two screens if we wanted to. Yes. But your main presentation can just be kept to the one screen, or if necessary, you end up just, while it's in a vertical position, um, rotate the entire system so that you've effectively got one in front of the other. Now, my setup isn't, doesn't allow for it currently, um, but something along those sort of lines. Yeah, there. okay, just just going back to my notes, yeah. because it's always good to go no, back and have a look at them to try and work out. Yep. Um, how many inches are these? Uh, let's, let me just, I can go. Because the ones that I looked at were between 65 to 85 the, These inches. are the ones from Dell, just they're available. Um, they're all kind of all in one unit. Um, okay, that's fine, because the, the interactive ones that I, I found, the LG one, that was 65 to 85 inches Samsung. They're known as digital whiteboards. Yes, um, they, yeah. were, they were up to 75 inches. So these aren't digital whiteboards, they're interactive touchscreens. So the digital whiteboards, okay, I find the, the resolution. Old, the LG one was the, the touchscreen display, okay, yes, the interactive yeah. one. So these are two, each screen is two meters by one meter, effectively, plus minus. Okay, yeah, so I had the one, the one I looked at was 1.94 by 1.11. That's pretty much exactly what I've got. Okay, um, fine. Yeah, I, I remember when I had a look at, at doing it. If we used, if we went back to the six screen, yes, you know, yeah. just running back to no, think no, of the money and yes, stuff. Yeah. Um, the six screen option was about one hundred and eighty thousand rand for the screens alone, yeah. and a big screen like that, I think, is about ninety two grand. I was what mm. shopping when when I went looking. So I mean, it's not that bad. I mean, one hundred one hundred and eighty thousand versus ninety one thousand times two. It's the same number. Pretty much the same number. Okay, I really, I really like this. This is uh, so. I mean, has it changed the fundamental concept, Mr. Sheckler? The fundamental concept in terms of our arms, the spine, the the two vertical pillars, the sliding backwards and forwards. It's all the same. Correct. So if you saw this in a report, two screens versus six screens as concept one versus concept two, the thing is, at a high level, they're the same. Oh no, they, they, this is not something that would ever be considered at a high level. Ex exactly. Okay. So fine. It, it's at this point, I'd say. You know, we effectively we looked at it. We made a judgment call early on that we're going to go for multiple screens instead of one big screen. Yeah, I was actually looking at that. The, the, the one thing that I thought with a big screen, I never thought of two big screens just by themselves. Sure. I went for the big central one and then some little ones yes, around yeah. it, so you could you wouldn't have the obstruction thing. So if we if we doodled more, we would have had. The, I mean, the two screen thing is basically just to cut that exactly in, yeah. in off. So it was it was sitting there all along. Yeah. Okay, fine. Um, and and sometimes that does happen when you break things up. You sometimes have to think, well, can we just use? Uh, we discussed it previously. Yeah. The four four cups versus a jug type yeah. thing. Okay, so that's really cool. So in terms of um, the, we now just have the tilt, and there's there's basically translate. The translate gives the elevate. At the same time. Well, that's it. Because at that point, I mean, going through it, the screen that sort of, oh, oh crap, are able to move. It doesn't really need... So it's a fixed length boom with uh, two points of rotation, one on each end. There might be a case in going through it and trying, I very quickly played around with the numbers for various positions. So it'd be a case of looking at, right, what positions would we want it in? And I think that'd be the next step is which are the various are your main use cases yes. so in its sort of uh, draft board style 45 degree 30 degree inclination um, vertical 
if you sort of look at, you know, people are standing in front of a board and, you know, the guys on the other side sort of thing. Yes. Um, and then the sort of flipped one. When going playing with those numbers, it might require some extension, but not, it basically be like a two position extension. It would be a two position thing. Um, yeah. Also, I mean, the, the mass of these things is now, let's call them not mega substantial, <laughs> but they are. No, no, no. I think they're heavy. They're not like. They are heavy. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, we can still keep the roof thing because you can distribute the load across, even in an office space where you do have. Uh, the ceiling panels are just basically insulated foam. They're, yeah. they're not load-bearing. Um, they can support hanging flies. Yeah. Um, that's all. But the superstructure above it, you would be able to distribute. The rail would be X long, and then the supporting structure would need to have a footprint that's a bit bigger than that to distribute the load. But it is perfectly possible to do that still. Um, electrification, mm. that would all come from the I'd lights and stuff. I'd say go for the ceiling and go through, down through, go there through as the well. ducts and the cables um, and through the system. Okay, there. and then... Okay, yeah, and I really, I really like that. Can we just run quickly through our yes, criteria to definitely. say, if we were to now look at this, and, yeah. and this is something which students don't often do, mm. because often for a project, you're up against the clock. So yeah. we, must, we must decide, we must yeah, get detailed go, go, design, go, go, we must go, FEA, yeah. we must cab because it's due tomorrow <laughs> or yesterday or five minutes time, or we're going to apply for an extension and then cad it. Yeah. Um, Often it's a good idea to go back to your criteria because you, you need to, that's how you make decisions as yeah, a design exactly, engineer. Yeah. And you need to, okay, so we had the, well, six people could happily have their own separate thing. Yeah. This is actually, let's just run through the criteria and work out. If you were to have two versus six, it yeah. doesn't matter how big the two is or how big the six are or and, anything And I like would that. say on that particular note, depending on the size of the various screens, at least the ones I could find, yeah. you actually six is too few. You can go much bigger. You yeah. have to almost go much bigger in order to have, if we're to keep the original requirement of also acting as a boardroom table, Yes. You actually need it more. big, yeah. Um, so, but yes. Okay, sorry, I'm saying. All right, so the most important one that we said was interaction. Yes. And the type of interaction, I quite like this because instead of being completely and totally isolated, I could say, hi, who are you? Oh, you're from accounts. Oh, well, uh, are we going to sync Sheckman Zoo today? Yeah. Um, what, 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 what game are you playing or what level yeah, are exactly. you at, etc. Okay, fine. So now there's a little bit of that. In terms of the type of interaction, you could turn this into some of the things that we spoke about right at the start, which was the chef game, the sport yes. game. You cannot do it with this, where you couldn't do it with a tiny Actually, you lost ones. it. We lost it, yeah. That's right. And obviously, there are all kinds of, you know, you now think back to uh, all the interactive um, sports and things. You could now do that with this because the screen is big enough to do that type thing um, in terms of the feel well it's the same kind of screen it's the same kind of feel or it's the same kind of yeah well it's exactly the same technology it's, a, it's the same feel but also because you don't have the bezels if you want to go over a larger surface area yes you don't have to like hop over from so the one feel is equivalent in terms of immersiveness I say it's even better because the visuals would be bigger and better and all I that sort so, of stuff. Yeah. Okay, fine. And in terms of the accuracy, it would be the same because it's the same, same touchscreen type yeah. stuff. So interaction, there's nothing really there except in terms of the feel, we said better. Uh, yeah, I would say it might go up and down depending on a particular use case for interaction. Yeah, but, but there's, I mean, the, the, the six versus two, they both work for there's that. There's no clear winner, yeah. Okay, fine. In terms of the ergonomics, in terms of the interface, um, which was the um, what we said getting uh, in uh, getting out etc yeah. um, I think the interface over here in terms of ergonomics is is quite good yeah there's the element of sharing but the screens are huge 
I mean, we're talking two meters long. I mean, where we sit and do this, and this thing, we're like a meter apart. There's still yeah. a whole other meter to go. We could have three people play here with at arm's length. It's, it's a business and, class seating space. And I think in terms of a, a productivity sort of thing, isolating your employees from having to work to that with individual screens, it might be better to like, well, you know, that they have could be, to. That could be exactly why their productivity is bad because that's the nature of their office work is their little flipping cubicles or offices, etc. Yeah. Shadows reflection, this is much better than, yes. than the six because there you would have, you would have had the bezels and all that sort of nonsense as well. Temperature, um, it's likely that the two screen thing would have better cooling because there is the space to have better cooling. Probably, also, yeah. bigger screens are generally designed for longer life than the smaller ones is because it's a bigger investment, but there might not be that much in it. I mean, they both might run what, what we might say is uncomfortably hot, they might run perfectly cool but we didn't have that much uh, in yeah. the original thing anyway mm. um, but shadows and reflections and the ergonomic i think the interface the two screen one certainly works better from a i'm thinking neck ergonomics yes um like eyeball exercise arms because well, i mean that, that's the thing if you have your space. small little, your small smaller monitor compared to the big one when you rotate it it's rotated to this to have it to basically go up to eye level, yeah. it's much more extension, much more movement. It's not part of that criteria per se, but in order to achieve that save level ergonomics, and we try to achieve yeah. it, it's going to downside. Fine. Motion. Effort. The effort to position two screens is a lot. Even though they're heavier, there'd obviously be some form oh, of... we'd have to counterbalance. There'd be assist. Sort of yes. Yeah. So we spoke about that, that the forces would need to... Whether it was a, a big screen or a small screen, the forces to move it would need to be about the same because you're dealing with normal untrained office workers. But the, the effort involved to do two screens and set it up is a lot less than it would be for six. Yeah. Um, the inertia is higher, but that can be solved. So yes. it's not down to the person using it. Yeah. Injury, far less likelihood with two screens than yeah, six. Yeah, no pinch, point pinch points. As you identified in that particular case. Yeah. yeah. Um, in terms of the thickness, this would be thicker than the six screens, but mm. the six screens would need more articulation mechanism underneath them. The yeah. backbone would need to be more. Exactly. Uh, so yeah, if, we, if we look at it um, underneath it, then you have to have all those various articulations. That's right. Okay. So in terms of the motion, this the, the two screen thing, uh, ergonomics and motion is definitely ahead. Yeah. Damage tolerance, that thing's got, let's say, more staying power with it. It does, but if you damage that corner of the screen, you've got to replace the entire screen. You, you do. So there so, definitely is that. But at the same time, uh, I think people do have an understanding that if you're working on something where everyone in the office knows it's a 100,000 Rand interactive yeah. screen, you're not going to be slamming your lunchbox down on the corner. Well, well I, I think it's something, yeah, I think that that's the approach we need to have with it. But we need to be aware of that risk of if damaged, it is a much bigger replacement compared to it's replaced one 24-inch monitor. That's right. So... In terms of the design moving forward, we're going to certainly have to have a look at the mechanism, the, the articulation mechanism and the spine movement. But maybe a couple of that, those little extra nuances will be, one of them will be that sort of damage protection. I think so. And this is where I'd, I'd almost say that if you go back to, I'm just dreaming back of one of my original mm. drawings. If you were to take the big screen surrounded by these little screens, mm. but if these are not little screens, these are things like swing out cup holders or little things uh, yeah. where you could rest your laptop or your tablet or park your phone so your phone doesn't sit on the screen. You could do that because yeah. you've got the space and the mechanism 
is not around the edges. It's around the kind of center of the, I mean, of the screen. Even if it's a case of actually around this portion or the outer portion, sort of outside of the pillars, the, the vertical yes. beams, you have basically a desk. You, you could have a functional edge, which, and we can discuss this for the next one, yeah. does it slide out? Mm. It, it could, yeah. depending on cooling and all that sort of stuff, or does it fold? Well, I'm thinking actually just having on the edges there and there, so not on those two points where it sits, because when you then, okay, yeah, yeah, uh, but having it there effectively, it's always there. Yes. But you, there's something to quickly put out your laptop because, well, here, let's discuss the next one. But yes, yes, next yes, one. Yes, yes, yeah. and, and also the other thing is all boardrooms need to have some form of let's call them plugs and things for yes, stuff like that. Yeah. So for people to plug their laptops in, and I think that's the thing where we, we yeah, for next one, yeah, let's turn this thing into. Keep it as is because I think that's about as good as you can possibly get it. Yeah. It's infinitely better than the six. Um, the last criteria we had was time to start from cold to hot. Well, you turn you turn on six screens, you turn on these. Okay, there'll be a difference in current power draw, etc. I don't know how many processes you'd need or whatever to run it, but I don't see there being a massive problem. I think not necessarily in terms of a software standpoint, but from a right, we need to set up for the game. Okay, cool. Let's get this one going. Let's move They're that much, monitor. Much let's rotate that, that monitor. Let's shift this one. Or even packing it up. If we look at the other end of the thing, right, right, we're done. Let's be civil human beings and pack up after ourselves put all the monitors back it's not a hassle it, exactly it's effectively it's foster in that particular regard okay that's absolutely perfect right and then i think on that on the to-do list yeah what, what, what we spoke about one time which we haven't come back to is mm. the actual strategy of how this work you know like things that we we said let's try and make it for that the, the artistry the puzzle solving the gaming mm. the the things like that let's go back because this is now you had things about like the 3D projection and stuff like that. Not to say that we're going to add them back no, in, no, no, but, but let's just go back and make sure that we can, if we were writing a report about this, we can say, well, no, 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 because of yeah, final we now reasons. We have why, now yeah. finally considered everything and done that. What I was looking for is just the these here. So just bouncing off the mm -hmm. big two screens versus the six minor ones yeah. are constraints. Office infrastructure space productivity maintained. Check. This doesn't create any no. problems. Well, the six or the two as, yes, as the yeah. final check. Company planning and scheduling not compromised. Enhanced, if yeah. anything. Um, achieved in 60 minutes or less. Definitely. Yes, yeah. Um, you could probably even install two screens in 60 minutes, whereas yeah. H category 21 to 65 don't really see any hassles. With I think, I mean, you can make this, the, the lettering bigger and stuff for persons <laughs> that are, have a difficulty reading. So <laughs> Instead of using your two fingers to zoom, you've got to use your two arms to zoom. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, men, women, disabled people, don't see a problem with that with the, with the articulation. What we might have to sort of keep an idea for that one is the how, you know, potentially instead of just a rotation... Um, in that regard, allow it to actually almost shift downwards. So yes. a person that is potential, well, we did talk about those pillars being moved up and down. The pillars could move, yeah. But um, just give it so that if persons there want to have Or if you want to sit on the floor and do this, for example, yeah. Um, but it drops so maybe, maybe potentially there, we, but we need to keep that. Okay, mind. fine, but we'll check that because we also need to, when we do that, we need to think about disabled people sitting on the floor, all of those sorts of things with the, um, the boardroom additions, uh, access to things like access to, so we'll just add things in like access to power. Um, you do not want that where a person in a wheelchair who wants to plug in their device to charge needs to call in some, you know, four-year-old to 
climbing under yes. the table and plug it in type yeah. thing. Um, and then for average unfit employees, uh, basic min, min max height etc. I don't see any issues with this. Um, we just have to come up with when we do the boardroom stuff, handholds, pinch points, how to move it, how to push it, where to push it, all that sort of stuff, so that it becomes a, a fully functional type type yeah. thing. Okay, cool. But I like it. Well done. Two two wins versus six. Yeah. Who says more is uh, better? Huh? Look, I mean, it's something. It's a in terms of a design project for students, I could see it being a difficult decision to make because we'd move quite far into the idea of using multiple screens and to now effectively say we're effectively wiping it out. Now, if you look at it in a sort of a, a very... Um, Just to pause you there, it yeah. did make sense at the time because what was <laughs> requirement number two? Uh, sorry, requirement number three, full function for one person with a maximum of five. And the funny thing is, you immediately think, we have to make it work for six, therefore you need six. It's a very yeah. easy rabbit hole to take. Whereas, your two big screens is the ultimate full function for one, actually. Yeah. Yeah. There's no ways one person could have used all six. No. There's no way. No, no, no. You Whereas now you can. Now, effectively, you can make use of the entire So, system. in terms of, yeah, and actually, for next time, we can actually have a look to see, because that requirement number two might actually be promoted up because requirement two was return to work within five minutes whatever we did it can be done within yeah, five we've, minutes we've so that's actually, got it it's important but not that important we've solved uh, the in problem in terms of that yeah. and in terms of the productivity um I, I can't see this thing being not not being able to achieve that cool stuff okay well then uh, if you see any issues of this do let us know testingdesign.gmail.com otherwise well I mean we are if you it. hear any issues of this oh, oh, if you hear any issues of this certainly <laughs> and bearing in mind we are probably about five steps ahead of you at this point by the time you hear this but that's just the way life goes let us know testingdesign.gmail.com otherwise thanks very much for listening we'll catch you in the next one cheers